Hey, welcome to the Barman and Bevo podcast. This is uh, Mike, uh, recording a little intro. We uh, we recorded Friday night. We recorded the uh, Tour de France preview. Mike and I went over and got some dinner um, after we recorded and came back to the bike shop, and uh, Todd Muller was there with his son. And while we were at dinner, we came up with a couple more topics that we wanted to talk about outside of the cycling world. Uh, for instance, yesterday, July 1st, was uh, Bobby Benilla Day. So um, we recorded some stuff with Todd and his son in the background. Um, you know, it's, it's always interesting to have other people on the podcast and talk about different things. You know, I think we talked about, um, you know, we were telling Todd's son about the origin of the intro song Holiday Road and, and Vacation. He'd seen the new Vacation movie, but not the old one. And then we talked a little bit about Star Wars. Um, and of course, you know, my favorite subject, hockey. So um, enjoy this bonus episode. We'll be back tomorrow evening. We'll, we'll post uh, something Monday night uh, after we record um, more on the Tour de France, you know, previews um, for the upcoming week and results from over the weekend. So enjoy. Um, and uh, we'll see you again this week. into a, a, a bonus episode. Bonus episode. Mike and I were at the, uh, we, we finished the Tour de France preview, we went over, got something to eat, and came up with a great idea for another podcast, so we thought we'd record it real quick. We got Preston. Hi. Hi, how are you, bud? Great. So we were just talking about the origin of Holiday Road. You've seen the newest vacation movie. Yes. Okay. And you've seen Christmas Vacation. Yes. With Chevy Chase and yep. Beverly D'Angelo. Yep. Okay. So before Christmas Vacation, there were two other vacation movies. Really? Like yes. A, was, was it like a, like, a before Christmas Vacation? Yeah. So there was a... Well, the original... The original Vacation was similar to the one you saw, where yeah. they, they, they take a road trip yeah. across the U- USA yeah. to Wally World. Yep. A fake amusement park. Yeah. Who's so realistic. Who played John Candy? Well, John Candy played John Candy. He was a security guard at Wally World. <laughs> well, that's the original one. Yes. There was no. Sorry, folks. Park's there was closed. no like issue with Wally World being closed. What? In the yeah, in the in the newest <laughs> vacation. Okay, so so there was the original vacation yes. cross country trip, yep. and then there was one where they the Griswolds go on a game show yep. called Pig and a Poke, yep. and they win a European vacation. So they go to London, and they go to France, and they go. They like destroyed Stonehenge. It's hilarious. How many times? But you probably can't see it for like bicycle. another <laughs> five years. <laughs> they hit that guy like four times. It's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> it's the dude from. I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine. It's the dude uh, from, from Holy Grail. From Holy Grail. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm fine. So. I'm fine. You got to see vaca- the original Vacation. It's hilarious. Right. So it introduces like all the characters. Yeah. From Christmas Vacation, like Cousin Eddie. Yep. He's in that. That's where you first meet Cousin yes. Eddie. Really? 
Yeah, it's awesome, dude. You'll love it. Now, though. Is he in jail? No, he's crazy and he lives in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he went, he did go a little bit overboard. Okay, so you're a big Star Wars fan, right? Yes. Who's your favorite character? Uh, I'm going to say Boba Fett. Okay. Yes. One of my favorite, I, I told you, I named my dog after Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How many of the Star Wars movies have you seen? Uh, mostly everyone so far. So you've seen, how, in what order did you see him in? So I basically went like, did your dad show me show you in the right order? The right uh, order would be three, uh, four, or five. Yeah, four, 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 five, six. Four, five, six. One, two, three. Then one, two, three. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Did you like all of them? I did not like Battle of the Hoth or. The, or you didn't like Empire Strikes Back. Whoa, 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 whoa! He didn't say that. He said Battle of the Hoth. That's Don't. the only place. That, that's basically Empire Strikes Back. I did not like that one. That is the best. You, you, okay. That is the best Star Wars movie. So, just so you know, that is the best Star Wars movie ever made. <laughs> no, it's not. By yes, far. it was. Yes, it was. No, it's not. I've As had, you get older? I've had 40 years to prove this theory. It is. As you get older, yeah. you're Which one's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's if your you, favorite? If you say one, two, or three, I'm throwing you out. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Number six. Number six. Okay. So, personally, Revenge that. Uh, yeah, it was actually Jedi. Revenge of the Jedi at first, but it is yeah. Return of the Jedi. Oh, my bad. That is my favorite as well. <laughs> yeah. I, well, okay, so since the new... Have you seen Rogue One? Yeah, Rogue One was horrible, but... Get out. No, no. <laughs> How old are you? Eight. You're eight, okay. Everyone had to die because... It was, well, was Rogue One. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it so great, though. No, that, that's okay. the worst yes, part. In, had in to ten die. years, I'm gonna hunt you down, no, you and you're not. gonna tell me how good Rogue One was. was I'm a black belt. You do not want to do that. With, with uh, um, the Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So that's Episode Seven. That was pretty awesome. Yes. Episode Seven was good. Yeah, that was good. Yes. I thought Rogue One was, as a Star Wars, like junkie. It's horrible. Like, I live and die Star Wars. Rogue One was horrible. No, you're crazy. No, no, you're too I'm young not. to understand it. No, I'm way too old to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you excited about the next movie? Um, Episode 8 comes out in December. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really like the trailer as much. Well, this they. Yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. You know why? Because they're, they're hiding. They're hiding everything. Yeah, it's a hiding. teaser. That's a true teaser. It's I know, a teaser. Okay, do you know what happens after six months after that movie comes out? I think they're going to make two more after that. Well, no. So we get Star Wars Episode yeah. Eight in December, yeah. yep. and we get Star Wars The Han Solo Story in May. Oh, nice. Han Solo Story? Yes. Nice. So it's a prequel. Okay. Wow. So it's how Han and Lando met. It's how Han and Chewie, well, potentially it's how Han and Chewie met. Yeah. Okay. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then... Spoiler alert. Well, that's... No, that's out there. It's not a spoiler. Spoiler Murphy's. Well, they just fired the directors, and they hired Ron what? Howard to direct it. What? They that's just true. fired the... They fired Why? the two directors. They didn't like the direction it was going, and then they hired a pro. Like, wow. one of the best directors out there, Ron Howard. Great. So you don't know who Ron Howard is. Your dad knows who Ron Howard is. That old show he was in? Happy Days. Uh, happy no, 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 no. Andy Griffith Show? Andy Griffith Show. Okay. Yeah. So, we get two Star Wars movies in the next year. Yeah, so, do you know what, what's the one after Han Solo's? Yes, Star Episode Wars? 9. Wow. What is that? We don't have a title yet, but it's Episode 9. So, it'll be a continuation of Episode 8. 
And then, you ready to have your mind blown? It should be the end of the series. You know what the one is after that? What? Prequel. Boba Fett. Are you serious? Dead serious, man. Are you serious? Dead serious. Wow. They're making a Boba Fett prequel. That's what, supposedly, that is (laughs) in the works. Okay. How cool is that? Oh, that's So it'll take place between the end of episode three, where his father dies, Jango Fett. No, it was actually episode two. Oh, okay, episode two, you're right. He's right. He's right. I haven't. Smart I've watched kid. those. I've episode episode two and episode three hey, maybe Mike, three or four here? times. Let's go in and oh, that's that's nice. That's cool. That's, that's nice. Show. That's a Star Wars poster. That's, that's actually a, better than Mike's poster. That I got the, has, the painting. He has the painting. It's not the original. It's a fake one. painting that's like that one. Actually, the original one that was yeah. in the theater. Yep. Yeah. I think it was 1976. Right? 77. Yeah. 77. Yeah, I was five. No, the movie came out. Your dad's poster was earlier than that. You didn't even frame that. It's going in our new house. Great. Okay. So, um, you were right. Yeah. It was episode two. Yeah. So the, the Boba Fett movie supposedly will take place between episode two yeah. and uh, Return of the Jedi War. Unfortunately, yeah. we lose Boba Fett. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I know. He's still alive. No? I believe he's still alive yeah. as well. Yeah, he basically yes. is still alive. I think he escapes there's the Tarmac pit. There's a bunch of, like, car- like, um, like, I think there's, like, uh, what's it called? Oh, not, uh, I can't remember, uh, oh, shoot, uh, crap, uh. Don't worry about it. I think he escapes, too. The movie could take place from him escaping as well. We don't know. He basically has to escape because I've seen, like, things online, YouTube, Facebook, everything. Like, Boba Fett must escape. There's, like, He's too good of a character not to. Yeah. He's, like, wait, he's, like. He's awesome. Dude, the bounty hunter can't just get eaten. I know. In He's the, the baddest bounty hunter in the universe. He's the best the bounty universe. hunter in the universe. In the, in the galaxy. Universe. In the galaxy far, far away. He's the best. Please. He's amazing. He's a toy. Name a pawn. <laughs> name a better bounty hunter. And guess what? <laughs> Don't say dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Well, who's the guy from the Quentin Tarantino film? Which? Uh, the Jenga. Oh, Jango yeah. Unchained? Oh, yeah. That guy could be good. That guy could be pretty, pretty <laughs> nice good. Try. He's not Boba Fett. Not in a, in he doesn't have a jetpack. He doesn't have rockets. He doesn't have flames to shoot out his arms. Right. So. All right, cool. All right. Hold on. Favorite hockey player? Oh, boy. Name a hockey player. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You like hockey? Dude, yeah. he's just... Dude, he's he called you out. He skates a thousand times better than you do. He just called you out as not even knowing any hockey <laughs> Sidney Crosby. Look at my hat. What? Mike Fisher. Look at my hat. Boo! Boo! He's national Champions. No, he's Champions. Champions. Hold up. I met Sidney Crosby. Pittsburgh is soon going to lose. Soon. Well, That's fine. Just, uh, he's won the last two championships. That's so, fine. Like, we we've, we've, win third? We're holding the championship win. for 730 like days. Hold on. 730 Let's days, champion. Let's go back to the beginning. Well, who's your favorite hockey player? Uh, Mike Fisher. You mean Mike Underwood? Oh, boom. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he likes the way he plays. You think Sidney Crosby's a girl? <laughs> he's, a, he's a girl that's won five Stanley Cups, uh, three Stanley Cups, and two yeah. gold medals. He, even be in, he should be in the women's league. Dude, let, let's, let's, let's at least give the Pen- hey, hey, you know your dad's a Penguins fan. Let's at least give the Penguins a little bit. Of- I should have said, get out. Let's at least get you get out. You get out. There's no room for losers in this room. Get out. You're right. Get out. Just because Hornets favorite hockey team. Oh, Nashville Predators. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How many cups have they won? 
Zero. <laughs> Just because Holmquist scored the winning goal, a former Nashville but Predator. The Tampa Bay. Yes. How many cups yeah. did they win? Like, now we're like talking. Three. No, no, they, they won two. more than one. Two. I think three, actually. No, not three. I think they won two. But that, but that was back when they had just one. No, they they won more. Two thousand and four. No, they they won more. And I think they won another one. Yeah, uh, they won. They went to the finals and lost. No, Uh, no, they might have. They have won more than one. I promise, swear. But your favorite player was Stamkos for a while, right? Yes, it was for a while. It was Steve Stamkos. Hey Siri, how many Stanley Cups of the Tampa Bay Lightning won? Siri's gonna get it wrong. (laughs) No, she's not. He. It's one. Nice try. For the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm, when did they win a second one? Like in they 2008 lost. or 9. They lost. No, 2008 was Detroit. 2009 was Pittsburgh. The Blackhawks on June 15, Are you serious? They lost in 2015. Are you kidding? Yeah. They've been to two Stanley Cups and they've won one. Yeah. It's not bad. No. That's hey, in, in, 20, <laughs> in 25 years, that's pretty good. I mean, who was your favorite goalie last year? Uh, I think it was not Ben Bishop. He's good. Yeah. No, Ben Bishop is trash. Well, He's old now. Who's He's the greatest hurt. goalie of all time? It is not Murray. Just Murray. No, it's not. not no, Murray, it's not. Though. It's not Murray. It's not. I, Murray's uh, too young. Yeah. Who is? Martin. Broder. Broder. Is yeah, the greatest Broder. goalie of all time. Yeah, Broder. By far. Who By was far. The goalie, <laughs> who was the goalie that took over for... for um, Pecorino? No, no, no. Uh, not for the Nashville, but for um, Tampa? Tampa Bay. Oh, the oh, Russian oh, guy. Oh, Valesky. Oh, oh, that's oh right. Valesky. He was yeah, young. He was, he was good. He was young. He got hot. He was yeah, young. He had a good playoff line. But you know who he lost to? The 16 <laughs> Stanley Cup champion <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins. Number 87, number 71. <laughs> they took him down. Number shut up. <laughs> you know, my uh, I just changed my I changed my Wi-Fi password back. Or changed my Wi-Fi's last night. To what? So Let's it used go. to be Let's Go Pens and 2016 Stanley Cup champions. Now it's 26 Stanley Cup champions and 2017 Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> so, hey, just so you know, I met Sidney Crosby. Oh, did you really? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I got pictures. Sweet. So my wife bought me tickets to my first pit. I was born in Pittsburgh, but I never saw a game there. I've only seen them play here in Atlanta when Atlanta used to have a team five years ago. And they lost it. They lost three teams in the NHL history. Two. Three. Who's the third one? Well, the Flames, the, the Thrashers. He's thinking about the Knights. Oh, well, the Knights yeah, is minor yeah. league, but yeah, yeah, they lost two NHL, which stinks. Still counts. It does. Okay, I agree. Three counts. So my wife got me tickets to a game in Pittsburgh on the eve of New Year's Eve of 2015. And you got autographs, and you met Sidney Crosby. Well, no, we went to the stadium and caught caught him coming out of the morning skate, and he stopped and signed autographs. Really? It was Matt Murray's first start in Pittsburgh. Poo-poo. Which they lost to Toronto two to one, yeah, <laughs> and I met Sidney yeah. Crosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then that means Pittsburgh basically is the best, the worst, the best. <laughs> opposite. Day. You sound like a Flyers fan. It's the opposite. You game. sound like a Flyers fan. You sound like a Flyers fan. Eric Lindos, Flyers fan. Eric Lindos hasn't played in how many years? He's in the Hall of Fame. Is he? Yeah, he got in last year. Wow. He had a great career. Despite all the concussions, mm. you cannot uh, deny, Preston, that Pittsburgh has a great team. No, I, I, I can deny. They have the greatest but owner in professional they sports. They, they suck. They're, They're the greatest owner in professional sports. They are basically what? Sidney Crosby's a girl. Who's Dan that? Rooney is a better owner in Pittsburgh 
not let alone anywhere else. I don't know what you're They have the greatest about. owner in professional hockey. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Do you know who their owner is? Mario. Do you know who Mario Lemieux is? He, he taught Crosby everything he knows. He taught Crosby mm-hmm. everything he knows. No, he taught Yager everything he knows. That's yeah, right. <laughs> Yager's still playing for the Panthers. Not no, he's not. That's a good topic to bring up. Oh, Yager tweeted out today, 1994, offers from every team. 2017, zero offers from zero clubs. Oh, <laughs> you get two weeks in the season, someone tears someone no, no. tear something. He'll have an in. offer by August. He, he's He'll in. have an offer by August. He's wow. in. You know where Yammer Yager is? No. Okay, so Yammer Yager is 45 years old. Older he's, than your dad. He, older plays, than... he, plays for the, he was playing for the Florida Panthers last season. I think he had about 47 points. Okay. Had one of the best mullets in all of hockey history. And like in 1990... Sure. He was a rookie with the Pittsburgh Penguins and won two Stanley Cups. Yeah. Really? 1991-1992. The same number that Mario Lemieux won. Mario Lemieux won five Cups. Two as a player, three as an owner. Oh. <laughs> uh, then, how many cups, then how many Super Bowls does Belichick have? Five. Four or five? Come on. Five. Oh, I guess you count the ones with the Giants. If you're gonna, if oh, you're gonna so it's count, like seven, I guess. If you're going to count champs. Yeah, absolutely. And doesn't Steve, he has Kerr, seven rings, doesn't right? Steve Kerr have as many championships as... Um, Jordan? No. He might have more. No, he has more than Jordan. No, you're thinking, I think he has you're as thinking, many as Phil, as Phil Jackson has now. Are you thinking of... And actually, uh, Robert, Phil Jackson... Robert Ory, I believe, has nine, nine rings. Nine. And <laughs> they won't touch him. Yeah. But, but Steve... But, Phil Jackson will turn New York around just to have more, one more ring than Steve than Steve Kerr. No, Jackson fired this week. This week, yep. you know, Steve Jackson doesn't get Phil Jackson doesn't get fired. They sent him to Tibet to, to Mellow Out. Really? With Mellow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you ought to I'm invite Mike to, to open skate to come skate with you one day. I got skates. I got rollerblades in the awful. car. I'm terrible. I'm, hey, I'm listen. I grew up in Buffalo. I was no. born in Pittsburgh. Grew up in no. Buffalo. I did not play. I played street hockey. Tell him the kamikaze story. Oh God! So Mike, <laughs> you know Mike's got three kids, right? Yeah. Okay, they're older than you, obviously. <laughs> well, like maybe ten years ago, he brings them to my house, and we play rock band. Remember rock band on the video, the video oh, games? Yeah. And then we go ice skating, and we're skating around. Uh, you know where the cool? You play at the cooler? No. Down in Alfred, or you play here at the ice? Yeah. Here okay. So we're down at the cooler. They've got, I think, two rinks down there, right? Two rinks, yeah. One so we're just open doing skate, open skate, for, right? Yeah. And Mike and I are skating around, and there's <laughs> this girl's going the opposite way. You know, you're, everybody's going, she's going like, counterclockwise. She's like five years old. She's like five, it's like almost took both of us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mike goes, That's how bad I am. <laughs> Mike goes, kamikaze. <laughs> and we both skate over like this because we would have crushed. You know, we got to get your dad lady. to do We would have crushed. You have rollerblades? Uh yes. So there's a roller you know there's a rollerblade rink. Yeah, we play yeah. there all the time. Yeah. Down at uh yeah. on, on And they the, caught on your I told you about that yeah, last we, year. And we've been playing there for the last uh, couple months, haven't we, Pete? You gotta let me know. I'll meet you down. Yeah, I, yeah. my rollerblades yeah. haven't left my left my car in a year. Nice. I haven't I haven't worn them, but they haven't left my car in a year. <laughs> um, Just in case. That, um I love that rink. Plus you can flip on the lights if it's raining out and get yeah. some more light in there. Yeah. That's awesome. I told your dad about that about a year ago. Yeah. I used to skate there during during the first Stanley Cup championship. I forgot all about that place. I'd seen it years ago. It'd been there forever. I forgot all about it. But um, that's where um, Jacob's team plays and Dylan's team plays. Can I go home? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah Thanks. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Give your headphones the mic. Sure. Thank you so much. It was, Thanks, it was enjoyable. I'm We're, not talking to you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have him on again. He's awesome. He's on Thanks, again. dude. That was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Barman. <laughs> that was awesome. Take care, man. All right. Oh, your stuff. Bye. All right. So. Why did we decide to have this podcast other than to talk to the young man? To talk about the greatest moments in sports. Yes. Uh, tomorrow. Well, well, we'll say today, even though we're recording this after the Tour de France preview. Tomorrow, July 1st, is Bobby Bonilla Day. And what does that mean to most folks, Mike? It means... Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I can't remember how good Bobby Bonilla was because... No, it's how bad Bobby Benia's contract with the New York <laughs> Mets was. So much so that in 2000, they decided to buy him out. And he is getting paid $1.7 million. Is that what I read earlier? So, this was the part of the deal made by the Mets. Release, release Benia before the 2000 season while still owing him $5.9 million for the year of the contract. The deal expires in 2035, at which at which point Benilla will have been paid twenty nine point eight million. For How the do season. you make turn five point nine million into twenty nine million dollars? <laughs> you be Bobby Benilla and you sign with the Mets and hope they buy you out and pay you over cap, thirty is there years. Any cap in Major League Baseball? Not well, not during that deal. Right. I don't think there's a cap at all. There is a luxury tax. If you go over, right. I think like, like two hundred forty or two hundred fifty million. You have to pay a luxury tax on your payroll towards the bottom five or ten teams, whatever it is. True. Um, so tomorrow, Bobby Bobby Bonilla gets cut a check for is it one point seven million? I couldn't find I couldn't find it on the seven hundred thousand. One point nine million. It. It's his last check. No, it's not his last check. No, he gets a check till twenty thirty three. The Mets have to cash him out. It's an insurance policy. Jesus. It's it's a payday for Bobby Bonilla for the next All right. So let's talk about 16 better, years. Let's talk about some better days in sports history. That's a great that's a great people celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day. All right. It'll be the top it's story true. on ESPN tomorrow. But let's talk about something a little bit better. Okay, what do you want to talk about? All right. What day did Secretariat pass? October 4th, 1989. Better day. What's a better day? That's that's not a bad. That's not a good day. That's a terrible day. You should day. celebrate Secretariat's oh, life. Oh, agreed. agreed. But I don't think you should celebrate the day of his death. I think maybe you should celebrate the day of his birth. Well, how are you going to celebrate or, my, How or, are you going to celebrate my passing? I'm going to drink a bottle of Jameson. You better And then I'm going to throw up on myself. You better. And then I'm going to drive my <laughs> bike into a guardrail somewhere. Or we could do the date of the pine tar incident. Well, we talked about that last time. Right. We, July 24th. Did you actually like up. Did you like the picture? Yes. <laughs> I did find the picture, and I made that the picture of the yes. podcast. July, so that's the 24, Brett, Brett, July 24th. George Brett Pine Tar incident. July 24th. Well, no, okay. Back to Secretary. Do you celebrate his day of birth? Do you celebrate the day he won the Triple Crown? I think those are better days than the day of his death. Well, how do we celebrate Dale Earnhardt? Junior? No. Or senior. I said Dale Earnhardt. I'm sorry. I'm, well, I meant senior. I said junior. <laughs> I've had f- six beers. <laughs> yeah, but we celebrate. We do celebrate. I guess we do celebrate his day of death or yeah. his race of death. Well, you're not celebrating. You're you're appreciating, honoring, 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 and appreciating their life, and that's what that's but, what happens. But. 
the difference is Dale Earnhardt died tragically. Secretariat just lived out his life. What's it matter when? What's it? What's I say it we celebrate Secretariat Day like June sixth when the Belmont Stakes is, or, no. or the anniversary of him winning the Belmont Stakes by seventeen and I, a half he lengths. Was, he was twenty three and a half lengths. No, oh, 26.5. There you go. Yes, twenty six. I knew it was a half. Born March thirtieth, nineteen seventy. Past October fourth. The Ides of March. You have to celebrate his. I say, I say we celebrate him with Caesar. He was 19 the Ides of March. Nineteen. How? What's the average lifespan of a horse? Of a racehorse? Probably twelve or. Little bit, little Bro- bit they broke the mold when they made him. Somebody did. Okay, so we talked about this last week. Top three athletes of the twentieth century. Secretariat's number one. Number one. By who's, far. Who's number two and who's number three? Oh, well, even, I'll give you top five because I know there's a couple I'd well, throw there's, in. It's, you know, you have to talk, Babe Ruth and Michael Jordan. Okay. I didn't think of Ruth. I, I had Jordan in there. Yeah, so you have those those two. Bo Jackson. Greatest athlete? Yes, you have to include him in that conversation. But, it, it, but it's hard because if you do results, not activity... Then it becomes a little well, bit Well, I think results are different had he not blown his hip out. Well, there's a reason he blew his hip out. I mean, he was such a great athlete. Yes. So, so that if I had to do top three, it'd be, it'd be Secretariat, Jordan, Babe Ruth. Okay. Top five. Who do you add to that? Ooh, man. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily... I might throw somebody else in there... For, I mean, instead I have of Babe Ruth, like I might throw like a. Um, I don't think you throw a baseball player in there. I don't think you have two baseball players well, in the top five. You know, I think baseball. You're leaving player, out Pelé. Yeah, but you're leaving out Wayne Gretzky. You're leaving out Mario Lemieux. Well, both those guys are. You're leaving out Wilt Chamberlain. True, but I think Kareem was better than Wilt. So okay, you're leaving out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. So that's why I was. I saying. don't think you can like Babe Ruth to and me then, is is not and a, then a you, great and athlete. And then you're leaving out Jack Nicholas. And so, absolutely, absolutely. So there's a lot. Okay, so out. I think we go with top three, and I don't think Babe Ruth's in the top three. Uh, I think he is. Hank Aaron, not better than Babe Ruth. He hit more home runs. It doesn't matter. I mean, in a genre, you have to think time period and what they. We're been. not accounting for Babe Ruth's pitching record. We are not, or his Red Sox. <laughs> I mean, we're not, but we're also not accounting for Michael Jordan's minor league baseball <laughs> but career. When you talk about someone that did something for the sport, along with actually participating in the sport, but how do you leave Pele out? Because he's Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Diego Maradona. I mean, he was. I'd, well, you know other than he punched that ball in the net, <laughs> handball, the greatest handball ever. Um, you wanted to talk about. Uh, you brought up a couple other great athletic achievements. Once we started getting on, on um, Bobby Bonilla. Well, then you have to go to the long jump with um, Carl Lewis. No, uh, 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 not Bauman. Um, the dude from Canada? Uh, no, the American. Uh, he held the long jump record all the way till Carl Lewis cheated. And, and <laughs> wait, cheated when races. he sang the national anthem? No. <laughs> oh. 
I'm not sure. If you I haven't think, seen it, I think Rosie Google. I think, I think, I think, I no. think Rosie O'Donnell was right next to No, him. Carl Lewis. Bob, is, it was Bob. Bauman? Bauman? That sounds about right. If you haven't. It was like 29. That Whoa. might. That, that, 29. Let's see. Millimeters? No, that's not a lot. No. 29. It can't be 29. Hey, 29 feet. feet. Like some. some in, Holy crap. That's Bob insane. Beeman, I think that's right. Um, if you haven't, yes, Bob Beeman. If you haven't Bob seen Bob Beeman's Mexico City, Carl um, Lewis singing the national 21, anthem. Twenty-one and twenty-one feet three four. Oh, twenty-nine whoa. feet. That's insane. No, twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one feet. He broke the existing record. He he broke the existing margin by fifty-five centimeters. And it was twenty-three years until Mike Powell actually beat it wow. in nineteen ninety-one. What about a guy like Cal Ripken? It's pretty amazing also, but... Mickey Mantle. I, I thought of him also, but... But I think Roger Joe Maris' DiMaggio. record... I think Maris's record, 61, is more impressive for a season. With Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. Yes. That's amazing. Is all, I mean, it's funny how all these guys are Yankees, yes. <laughs> unfortunately. Yes. Um, 27 feet, 4 inches. Wow. 8.33 okay. meters. Okay, back to Carl Lewis. So, for those who don't know, Carl Lewis was an Olympic athlete in the 80s. He... In early 90s. In early he 90s. Went to the 92. But Barcelona. in 1992-93, he sang the national anthem at a basketball game. No, it was later than that. Okay. It, it, Google, it was in the 90s. when you I'm, get a chance... No, not you. I'm t- the listeners. YouTube, Carl Lewis, national anthem, ESPN... Charlie Steiner. It is one of the Jim funniest Rome. five Jim minutes. Rome pops right up. I was actually gonna. That reminds me of another story. Oh my gosh! I was gonna alone with Rome. When so he sings. Carlos sings the national anthem. Funniest thing ever. And then Charlie Steiner trying to do Sports Center while that clip is playing, <laughs> and he cannot stop laughing. Is one of the funniest. 5, 10, 20 minutes of TV you'll ever watch because you just get the giggles watching Charlie Steiner try and read sports news and he's crying because he's laughing so hard. True. Okay, on to uh, who is the person you just said? Bob Beeman? No. Uh, Jim Rome? Jim Rome. No. No, no. no. I want to bring up the Chris Everett story. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. I was going to pull that. I, so Todd, Todd was here at the beginning of the podcast. He was supposed to do the Tour de France preview with us. He had his son tonight. He couldn't do it. I was going to call him Chris Everett <laughs> just oh. just to see if you got the, got the reference. So Jim Rome used to have an ESPN You called me Chris show. Everett one more time. He, and Chris, Chris Everett actually got out of his chair. Jim Everett. No. Oh, Jim Everett. Yes. <laughs> Jim Everett got out of his chair and was going to beat the No, limit. he did. He hit him. Did he hit him? Yes. He like, hit him. But not John Stossel style. No, he punched him in the face. No. He did. So, Jim Rome, most of you may know him as a famous uh, syndicated radio host. He's got a great sports talk radio. Or he is. I haven't listened to it in a long time. But he had a... I was a, I can, a I can't big listener. Re- He's like... Um, He's like uh, Bill... Um, Bill O'Reilly? Well... Kind of. Um, uh, the sports guy. Oh, Bill... Um, uh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, He yeah. just, like, disappeared. No, he's... 
he he makes enough money now that he's fine doing what he does. Right. And so... Well, I think he still has an ESPN show, and he's got an HBO show, and he's got his radio show. Bill Simmons does not have any... No, no. Jim Rome. Oh, Jim Rome does? Yeah. Bill Simmons' HBO show got canceled. He doesn't have a radio show, and I'm not sure if he has a column anymore. Because ESPN bought it and then fired him. Oh. Bought his site and then fired him. Ouch. Um... But Jim Rome used to have an interview show on ESPN back in the early 90s. Yes. And the starting quarterback for the St. Louis or L.A. Rams was Jim, Jim Everett. Everett. Well, James Samuel Everett III. J- Jim Everett. That, that's what people <laughs> called him was Jim Everett. He interviewed him, and he didn't, for whatever reason, Jim Rome did not like Jim Everett. And he started calling him Chris Everett, the tennis player, in the middle of the interview. And Jim Everett finally cracks and says, you call me Chris Everett one more time, and I'm going to punch you right in the face. Something to that effect. I'm going to punch you right in the face. I'm throwing the video on right And Jim Rome goes, okay, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Sure enough, cut to commercial as Jim Everett's punching Jim Rome right in the face. Did he really punch him? I'm almost positive he did. I don't think he got to him. I think he did. Where's the sound? That's a young Jim Rome. How much do you have to drink before this episode? Chris? Jim, no, Jim, Jim, Jim Rome or Jim Everett? <laughs> Jim Rome. It looks like he's on He's tilt. on <laughs> He's had a few pops of scotch. Table thrown? <laughs> he never did. I, I love the Curb Your Enthusiasm music at the end of that. That's great. He didn't punch him. I think he did. No, he didn't. Well, we no, don't. They cut. Over. They cut. So they we don't know. You don't know. He could have been on top. Of, well, regardless, it's great TV. It's good. And it's a memorable Jim moment. Rome, Jim Rome knew what he was doing. Yes, he was getting ratings. That's all about the ratings game. Yes. Um. We talked Yammer Yager. We talked. Oh, let's talk Atlanta Hawks because we we brought it up in the Tour de France, but we couldn't really. I didn't want to elaborate on it because. We're talking cycling only. We're going to keep... Well, and we're keeping the podcast under 60 minutes. I don't even know if this is recording still. Oh, it is. Okay, good. Um, we had to use a different program for the... Because the other one wasn't working for what it is. Okay. Uh, Atlanta Hawks are doing a $10 million... They're putting a bar behind... They're one putting, of the, one well, of the, they're doing a they're doing a the, renovation on Phillips Arena, yes. which is now close to twenty years old. Yes, they're putting a full bar behind one of the basketball hoops. Yes, which is pretty cool. A pretty cool feature, I think. Um, they're adding one of the more popular barber shops in town. I can't remember what the swag maybe Sounds swag like, cuts or something like that. Yeah, they're putting one of those in in the suite level where you can watch the game and get a cut. You know, kind of it's just fun. It's fun. It's different. Stadiums are, are becoming a fun place to Well, go. no, not only that, they're becoming a kind of a cultural center. Yes. Um, like they should be. Yeah. If you're going to have your team, if you 
if Atlanta United wants a cool stadium, they need to have Atlanta United restaurant. Let's get to, to Mercedes-Benz next, because yes. I think that's kind of cool. Well, that's way better than Phillips Arena. Right. So the other thing they were doing was they partnered up. They partnered up with a bunch of corporate sponsors. Like, I want to say it's, I, I keep forgetting the name of the barbershop. I think it's Swag Cuts. But they also partnered up with Top Golf. They're putting a Top Golf suite in Phillips Arena where they're going to have a golf simulator or multiple golf simulators. Yes. But that's the one that throws me off the most. The Top Golf? Well, yeah. It, well, if I'm going to a basketball game, the last thing I'm thinking about is hitting golf balls. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You're just going for the fun. No, I'm going to watch a basketball game. You can only hit like five golf balls anyways without being tired, so what's it matter? What are you talking about? You. I'll punch you right in the mouth, Chris. <laughs> I've already called you Chris twice. <laughs> We've got five more seconds to get through. That listen, I understand the appeal of Top Golf for I don't nine, know, I, I've never been to Top Golf. I think it sucks. I, well I like golf for the aspect of That's why I don't like golf, Top Golf. golf. <laughs> So, when golf was created, they took land that no one wanted to use for anything else. Yes. And they decided to hit little balls to places that they couldn't see. So, and so, so that's what golf is for me. Top golf is for the 90% of the people that don't play golf. And they don't understand it. And they don't understand they it. And they're looking to, for a way to make golf fun. And I understand that. I get it. It's not my thing. I've been to Top Golf once. I took two swings, and I'll never go back. Right. It's Did you just have fun? no. I didn't. I found it miserable. Ouch! I'm afraid of heights. I felt like I was going to fly off the thing, and I took two swings, and it was just. How uh, high up were you? I was on the second deck, and I felt I. That's about as much as I can handle. How does that affect your, the trajectory of your ball? Do they have that all worked out? Well, they give you clubs that you when you backswing, the the club had actually almost hit you in the chest because there's so much flex. Really? In the club. Oh, yeah, it's awful. You can't bring your own club? You could, but you look like a jabroni walking in there with a bag full of clubs <laughs> to go play a top golf. Well, I paid a lot of money for my clubs. If I want to use them, I should. Yeah, and you pay a lot of money to play a top golf, and it's not worth it. I don't know. I've never played. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to a driving range that they've gamed, made into a game. Yeah. It's, well, I'll see. No, you won't. Don't bother. Don't waste your time. We'll see if someone invites me. It won't be me. I believe that. But so top. I'd rather go golfing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather go golfing and then go to top I golf. I asked you earlier today. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about going golfing." No, uh, you said, "Let's go hit some balls." I said, "No, let's go play golf." Let's go play golf. Exactly. Um, what else did we we? They were you brought up Nolan Ryan Day. What's the best Nolan Ryan Day? Yes. I mean, we talked about the we've talked about the Robin Ventura fight multiple yes. times. Oh, that was the story. So the great thing about Nolan Ryan is he retires from baseball. Then ten years, <laughs> ten years later, we find out he's throwing BP at University of Texas game yes. at University his of son, Texas practice. Uh, his, was his son his there? Son, his son was there. Yeah. Not only that, is no one could hit him because he was still throwing <laughs> mid nineties. Yes. Um, did Nolan Ryan get four thousand Ks? I know he's got three thousand. I bet he's about thirty six hundred. Oh, that's a tough one. Hey Siri, how many strikeouts does Nolan Ryan have? Five thousand seven hundred fourteen. Nolan Ryan had five thousand seven hundred fourteen strikeouts during his. Wow! Holy shoot! Maybe I have the baseball card that says five thousand Ks, not three thousand Ks. Wow, that's an that's unbelievable. How many years did he pitch for? 
20? Uh, he's 1,500 more than his nearest competitor. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And he, and, oh, some of these things just people don't understand now. 200, 235 pitches, like. And 235 pitches? In a game. No way. Yeah. That's unheard of. I, well, that you wouldn't do that these days. Well, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let a guy throw over 120. How did he throw 235 pitches? He must have got shelled. Uh, well, that's what I'm... Or the game went 20 innings. I don't know. They asked him to go all the way. That's it's crazy. he got an Angels picture. How many teams June did he play 14th, for? June 14th, 74. <gasps> California Angels pitcher Nolan Ryan throws one of 235 pitches during his 13-inning effort against the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Bite it. How many innings? 13. Wow, that's amazing. That's it. <laughs> that's that's a stat I did not know, and it's a stat I did not need to know. Yes, that's that just. I mean, I was already in awe of the guy. Now I'm just. When you think about baseball, the way that people do now, two hundred thirty-five and thirteen innings. I have never seen a guy. Th- I can't remember ever seeing a guy throw uh, any more than maybe like one twenty or one thirty. One. 45 or 150 sometimes in like the a playoffs. Kurt Schilling maybe yeah, yeah like in the playoffs they might get up that high but they, they but just you're think, also getting shelled if you're throwing that many pitches he was in the 13th they weren't that far behind what was the final score of that game uh-huh. if you tell me one to nothing I'm gonna they don't tell a lot about the game Doesn't say. Oh, okay. Back to um, Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yes. The home of Atlanta United. It looks like they got the roof closed. It looks like yeah, they got the, the, the Halo bar. video board up. Someone went with a Jimmy bar and freed that thing up. Um, I saw pictures earlier this week with the stadium half closed and yes. the video board up and running. Amazing. Uh, looks fantastic. I'm hoping they're going to lower it so you can see... Uh, whatever they're projecting on there because up near the roof, I'm not going to be looking up much <laughs> unless there's a flock of birds crapping on me. Um, <laughs> or if it, it looks like that stadium is going to be as advertised. Oh, they do. It it's going to be, be freaking amazing. Yes. Unfortunately, the Falcons play there. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I was waiting for that. You've been, you've been living in Atlanta longer than any other town you've ever lived in, so I don't know what your problem is. That's true. I just don't like their fans. That's fine. They aren't any worse than any other fans. Yes, they are. None, nobody's a fan because no one's from here. That's true. No, there's more Falcon fans now than there ever have been. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Because they're good. Or they've been good in the last ten years. Well, they've been good enough in the last ten years. Yeah, but that's not... Actually, they've been good enough since I moved here in 1998. In 98. And they've been off and on. I mean, they have put together a couple winning seasons in a row twice? Or still only once? No, they've made the playoffs at least every two years for the last decade. Yeah, but they have a winning season, a losing season, a winning season, a losing season. Well, that's the way the NFL works with the parity and the way that the, the schedule changes each year. That's just the way... If you're a mediocre team... That's the way your seasons are going to go. And so gotcha. if you don't have executives that are as good as other New executives. New England, Green Bay, Green, yes. Dallas. Yeah. 
But, Giants, I mean, you know, Mike McCarthy. Pittsburgh. Mike McCarthy can undercoach any team in the country. Don't get me. I mean, I mean, I mean. So it, yes, I am his, a Packers fan. I mean, and, you can, and at this point, I've had it with Mike McCarthy and his old coaching staff. <laughs> I just, I can't believe he's. What's still wrong with Don Capers? He's awesome. He's. Uh, he pulls shit out of. Uh, he he pulls, doesn't do anything. He pulls toilet paper out of the toilet and reuses that thing like. The best part is, I'm about football. I'm as realistic as it comes. I know the Green Bay Packers are going to score a ton of points this year. Guess what? They're also going to give up more because their defense blows. Because they don't spend any resources on defense. They don't sign anybody in the free agency market. Nope. They haven't fired their coach who's been there. He should have been fired three years ago. Really? And uh, who's better? The head anybody. Coach, the head coach. Anybody. The anybody. The I'll take the Riverboat Ron over Don Capers any day at defensive coordinator. I'll take either one of the Ryan brothers, and they're terrible. The Ryan brothers are not terrible as defensive coordinators. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They ran the Bills into the ground. Because they were playing for broke. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. Who comes out and says before the beginning of the season, we're going to run the 4-6 defense in honor of our dead father on the first series of every game? Why wouldn't you put five receivers out there and just blow it up right up their ass? Who does that? <laughs> That's ego. Play two I'm not saying that. In the in the in the immortal words of uh, Marv Ed, or Edwards, you play to win the game. <laughs> you play to win the game. That's uh, a green. No, well, it's the old Jets coach Herm Herm Edwards. Herm, I couldn't Herm remember, so I said Marv Edwards. It's Herm Edwards. Yes. Herm did say you that. play to win the game. That's why we're here. It's like playoffs. Playoffs? We couldn't do diddly poo out there. <laughs> Playoffs? We're talking about practice. Ooh, That's Alan a good Iverson's. one. Alan, well, actually, the the better one is when the Boston Celtics are asking Red Auerbach why they don't have to, why Bill Russell can read the newspaper in the stands, because you're not Bill Russell. <laughs> so no. get out there and play. Hey, uh... <laughs> what's hey Bobby? What's a what? what, what, what how does your team put on their game face? <laughs> what's a game face look like? <laughs> That's the best one. That is good. Almost almost as good as him throwing the folding chair, the chair across. The him throwing court. the chair. Bobby and I, ex ex coach is of pretty, Indiana, is pretty incredible. And was he at Texas Tech? Do I remember that for a little while? And yeah. then his son coached there also. We uh, Bobby Knight would just have. Like John McEnroe esque eruptions during a game, and he just take a, f- a folding chair off the bench and throw it across the court. True. And then he posted in conferences. There's actually so a good. YouTube video. So when he was at Texas Tech, he lived on a golf course, and someone was hitting golf balls that were hitting the top of his house. Oh God! And the video, <laughs> oh, no. the video, the video of him, his correspondent with his neighbor is incredible. Oh, it's exactly awesome. the neighbor you never wanted to have. All right, so let's wrap this up. I've got to get home to Jess. I promised yeah, her dinner about two hours ago. Yeah, but we had to do Bobby Benite. Um, and we were lucky enough to have Preston on. So, What was the other thing I was just going to say to wrap this up? Um, oh, my sister met Bobby Knight. Really? Maggie met Bunny. My sister Bunny. Bunny met Bobby Knight a few years ago when she was working at ESPNU in, in Charlotte. She texted me, hey, I'm about to eat. I'm about to meet. I met Bobby Knight. 
I go, is he still around? She goes, yes. I go, ask him what a game face looks like. <laughs> and she goes, huh? Question mark. And I go, when you get home tonight, YouTube, Bobby Knight, and game face, and just enjoy. She, it's didn't, the greatest she didn't ask him, though. She didn't, because she didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, right. And I think my dad was on, on the text, and my dad is just dying. So I, I'm very impressed that she did not. Um, well, she is also 12, 13 years younger than me, so. No, I'm impressed that she did not ask Bobby Knight. Oh, I know. Because if your older brother's asking you to do something, <laughs> you just do it for the fun of well, it. Well, it's not like Bobby Knight's going to hit a 20-year-old girl. <laughs> True. Uh, all right, so that's a bonus episode. I'll get this posted tomorrow. I'll get the Tour de France episode up tonight. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll play us out, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, Monday night Monday when night. we do our um, stage review, stage preview for Tour de France stages 1, 2, and 3, 4, 5, and 6, 7. So enjoy. Uh, talk to you soon. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves yeah. Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get up But the law never will Making their way